Uh, the Canadians have three more cuts to make. They've got three extra forwards in camp, two extra defensemen in camp. I'm. Uh, they might come later today. They might come tomorrow. Uh, who do you think is uh, going to be sticking around? Uh, well, looking at the way he's been playing so far in the preseason, I definitely have to say Nick Suzuki looks like he's earned himself a roster spot with the top Habs. six. Top six, really? You think so? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's. I think uh, yesterday he was playing with Domi and Lekkonen, the okay. last game of the preseason. Yeah, that's looking good for him then. Line, behind uh, Tatar, Deno Gallagher, of course. Right. Um, speaking of which, Deno's been looking really good this year. Uh, oh, just in awesome. the preseason. He's been like, yesterday was really chipping in, even though that was against the preseason Senators. Uh, no, nah, he's, he's been looking really good, though. I, that short goal. I think I think that might be the probably best trade of the Bergevin era. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got to be definitely in the top three. Are you kidding me? Like, Also got that, that second round where they got Alex Romanov. Yeah, no, exactly. It has been phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Definitely top two trade in the Bergevin era. Um, what about top defense? Two? Top two, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so Definitely on defense there. right now, so there's there's Weber, Mate, Petrie, Venture, Brett Kulak, and then the last three are Kale Fleury, Mike Riley, and Christian Follin. They might all stick around. I I would not be upset at all to see Christian Follin go on waivers. Yeah, I mean, if if even if we lose him, I mean, what's the big loss, right? Yeah. We could, well, he came over in the the trade with Dale Weiss last year. He was all right on the bottom pair, but he's I've. Not been impressed with him in the preseason so far. Yeah, exactly. Well, even like th- those kind of guys, the bottom pairing guys, you know, when they're you can get them a dime a dozen, and so you know. And yeah, well, honestly, less true for defensemen. Well, I honestly prefer Kale Flurry, who's been looking mighty good. It's really looking like like Kale Flurry is going to play on the bottom pair at least to start the year, but but I don't know, like like I would be all right with him going to Laval for another year, like. Remember last year when Victor Mate went down, it like it shot his game up in just like a couple of weeks. Playing yeah, with, uh, I guess, but you know, you might as well give him the NHL experience if you got the spot and he's talented enough and he can still chip in, you know, positively to your team. You might yeah, as well give I, him those NHL games. I mean, if he doesn't look like if he looks out of place, you might you you, you can always send him down, right? And you don't he doesn't need to go through waivers and if Fallen's down there, you can always just call him back up. Yeah, I want to take a look at like which teams have an excess of defensemen. And might mm-hmm. be putting one on waivers in the next couple of days because I would be, I would not be opposed at all to putting in a claim on someone if they're good enough. All right. Any anybody in particular that you're thinking of right now? No one comes to mind. Uh, I'd have to look at it a bit closer. But uh, one uh, maybe terrible... maybe an offer sheet to Julius Honka. <laughs> maybe a trade for Julius Honka. Yeah. I saw like a Charles Udon for Julius Honka had been floated around a little bit. Yeah, I don't know about that. Who would Dallas really bite on that? Charles, you don't. Well, I well, doubt it. I think well, it's pretty, it's pretty equal value, for the most part. In Dallas, you could always use some extra, you know, forward depth there. I do not want to see uh, if you don't go on waivers. Uh, yeah, no, me neither. I, you think he'd be claimed? Uh, I think there's a very good chance he is. It's like the only problem with his game that I see is finishing, and execution. Right. He gets yeah. these high energy for the most part. Uh-huh. Scoring chances. You know what's uh, floating around? What? Today I saw the terrible possibility on defense is Jack Johnson. Oh, no. You think? No, I don't think there's a chance that Bergman would trade for that. 
Well, I would be uh, maybe as a maybe as a cap dump, but like how long? How many years does he have left? He signed for four more years. Yeah, no, even like you'd have to be, like who who would you need attached to that contract? I, I do not want. You know what? I, maybe if I get if we get Pittsburgh's first rounder. Even nah, well, even then, you know, well, it had to be unprotective that? because like yeah, looking at that contract, looking down the road, right? You got these RFA's coming oh, up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Elliot Friedman just tweeted. Oh. Uh, Breaking Montreal news. On, Charles Udon and Charlie Lindgren are both on waivers. Okay. Well, so, uh, well, a minute ago, I said I don't want Charles Udon on yeah. waivers. <laughs> well, I guess you just got to keep your fingers crossed. And waivers. also on waivers, also on waivers uh, Colorado, uh, Kevin Connaughton and A.J. Greer. Okay. And Los Angeles defenseman Paul Ledoux. Connaughton, I would, I would not mind claim, claiming uh, Kevin Connaughton. Okay. Who was the first guy you said they placed on waivers the Habs did? Was, uh, Charlie uh, Lindgren. Charlie Lindgren, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, not really that, a surprise. That, that was that was to be expected. Charlie I don't see him Yeah. No. I mean, like, even like, you know, he's he's what? He's probably fourth in the pecking order at this point in the in the system. Lindgren. Yeah. I, I don't know if uh, Caden Primo's passed him quite yet. Ah well. Yeah, man, maybe he has. The, the, the maybe he has honest, you know, there, there's there's some hype around him. So compared to Lindgren, who I don't know, he had yeah. that stretch as a backup, and now he's kind of died off. So. Mm. Uh-huh. I, I think they have. Canadians have one more cut to make. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't make sense. I what think they have two more to make. I'm pretty sure. No, okay. no, one more. One yeah, more. one more. All right. So, I think it'll be fallen. I think it'll be fallen for sure. I don't. That's what I feel. And, yeah. Or if they, or if not, you know what? At the beginning of camp, I was saying that like, that people were saying maybe Ryan Paling would. Head back to Laval for a little bit, and I was opposed. But like, after his injury and like, you know, after the concussion, I think you got to send him down. You know, you can't. You gotta that, slow it down a bit. You don't want to rush. That would be the last cut. Oh really? Okay. Maybe it'll be him. Is, yeah. Well, it might. I don't know. I'm well, kind of torn on on uh, what to do with Ryan Palin. I I I send him down. Honestly, I I like you already got if the way it's looking so far, you've already got like what two rookies. Coming straight out of camp. I don't know this, if you want to rush, rush another one onto your roster. Yeah, but it might not be rushing. I think, if anything, Kale Fleury is the one that's being rushed due to lack of good competition. And, yeah. And uh, I, depth defense. That's true. Well, I guess we can only like, see. Whereas Nick Suzuki's been, you know, undeniable. I'm so excited for this this influx of talent over the next couple of years. I know it's gonna be looking good, man. I, I think they got a shot of actually like contributing meaningfully, even maybe this year, um, even in doing what they're in. Contributing oh, yeah, yeah, some of this them. year on the on the just on the halves this year, yeah. But like over the next couple of years, you're gonna get Cole Caulfield, of course, coming in, my favorite player of all time. <laughs> and uh, Romanov might come over next year. Might make the team next year. Uh, Jesse Lonan's great in the Finnish league. It's, it's uh, Fun times, fun times. Caden Primo. Habs have got one of the best systems in the league right now. So it's such yeah. a change. Mad exciting. Pace from just like two or three years ago. I know. It's 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 really been a turnaround. I think we can credit Bergevin for that. After yeah. Really sunk well, the yeah. team into the ground. But, you know. Yeah, and then lifted him back up. Like uh, like the he's Grinch. He ruined, the Grinch ruined Christmas and then saved it. So he's the uh-huh. hero, right? I don't know if he saved it quite yet. We'll just have to see in the next few years, right? Because... Well, we see what we see what he's done with young cores, just like you know, Subban. 
and all that. So we were talking about uh, Julius Honka before. Yes, we And were. I find it kind of hilarious that he's the last RFA. I know. Left unsigned. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, so with like, so everyone was, you know, all the big RFAs for the most part, except like Aho. We're yeah. waiting for Mitch Marner to uh, to sign because they had the sense he was going to get a massive overpayment, which he did. They were right, but it looks they like were... they haven't capitalized on a market reset at all. Looking at well, because it wasn't a market reset, the teams were just like, "No, we're not paying you that." And the players were like, "All right, fair enough," because you can't expect one player to reset the value for everyone else. Yeah, that's and honestly, that was it was it wasn't it didn't look like it was a market reset. It looked like just the Leafs caving in. Kyle Dubas overpaying a superstar like he has for the, with the, yeah, uh, you know, basically, I mean, it, it didn't look like, you know, it was a, uh, it, was, it, was, it was much of an agreement. It was just look like the Leafs were like, okay, well, we kind of need you right now. And uh, yeah. they just gave him the $11 million, which looks horrible when you contrast it to basically every other RFA that signed this year. Every other RFA, Ranton and Braden Point. Yeah, Marner was the first one. I think, I think people are, uh, Ripping on Kyle Dubas a little too much. And Marner was the first one, I think, that was really a big overpay. It was just the only thing was maybe the timing with the, the Matthews contract coming before. There was a kind of a misplay. Like, the optics of Nylander waiting till December last year isn't that good. But the contracts themselves, Marner's the only one that's uh, that's, that's uh, really bad, I think. Well, I, I don't know. Well, you look, at, you look at a lot of these teams that have, uh, you know, that have had success and, or just have like really good cores and they've managed to lock them up to all of them to basically the pretty reasonable contracts. Right. So I think it is kind of an indictment on, on, uh, on Kyle Dubas. And I think Toronto hasn't set that culture yet where they, you know, stars take discounts so they can get better around them. Yeah. And, like uh, uh, especially Tampa Bay did with uh, Hedman Stamkos Kucherov. Yeah, exactly. And you can, you can totally blame management for not setting that culture. Because you know there's there's a precedent. There have been other teams that have done it, and Toronto's just managed to fail at that. And you know that makes. I, me I think it's a little. Diff- I think maybe there's uh, Tampa Bay kind of lucked out with uh, because it all started with Stamkos when he was two days away from free agency in 2016, and mm-hmm. he had offers on the table for like 10, 11 million dollars. Buffalo was like willing to go to even 12, maybe. Right. I might be remembering that wrong. And then Stamkos made the decision to stay in Tampa Bay. If he hadn't done that, then uh, then everything crumbles afterwards. So, true. So but it, he didn't do that out of nowhere. It's not because he just, you know, it was it was they had a good environment down there in Tampa, and uh, I don't know. I think he really, I think he, that's what he wanted to do to stay in that and build a team and looks like a really really good team, and oh, it looks yeah. like that's what they've done. And uh, meanwhile, I don't know. It's just. Toronto just got just got that thing about them, you know. They should, they're they're such a you know like such a rich organization. They should be able to leverage that, you know. It's the freaking Toronto Maple Leafs. They're worth billion, over a billion dollars. Over they should billion. be able to hold yeah. some sort of leverage over their players, no matter how good they are. And the fact that they well, just kind of caved on all of them, give them market value and above market value contracts, it's an indictment on management, I think, and not just you know, oh, Tampa Bay got lucky and so did a bunch of other teams, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, well. Stamkos is a bit different than the other teams who had like team control, whereas they didn't really with Stamkos. But uh, you, you know that uh, I am uh, the failure of the Toronto Maple Leafs is my personal success, so yeah. I am happy when they lose. I'm, I'm, I'm just as, if not more, happy when the Toronto Maple Leafs 
any sort of criticism goes yeah. their way. Uh, their Nothing eliminations make my make my year, make my season. Yeah, last last year their elimination was that was uh, I don't know I, for some reason I was fully expecting them to beat the Bruins in uh, this past playoff. Oh, absolutely! After you know, after game five, they're, they're with that three-two lead, and they, yeah. I thought they'd finish it in six, and they really didn't. They, they, they had the a lead in game six. Yeah, they, they had did. a lead in game six. Yeah, they crapped the Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they'll. Uh, I don't think they're going to play the Bruins in the first round this year. I have my my standings predictions pulled up. Do you have yours? Okay. We can go through them now. Yeah. Let's let's start with the Atlantic then, since we're already there. All right, we'll start. All right, we'll start with you. You want to go first or me? Yeah, you can start. Let's go for it. All right, I'll start. Uh, I've got Tampa Bay first. Yeah. Or we can go to we can go together. What do you have? All right, so I've got Tampa first. All right, um, second place. I don't think you need to say time. much about that. Okay. Toronto. Uh, Boston. You got Boston second. All right, why? Um. Well, I mean, they haven't really changed much over from last year. They're looking really good. Obviously, they made the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, they've got everybody back. They've got Halak, Atuka, and Nett. And, yeah, their defense is kind of sketchy. But they managed last year. And uh, so, honestly, I don't see much change compared to Toronto. I mean, they haven't changed much either. So, Toronto, I yeah. think they, they, they brought in their... They, they had their they'll have a full season with their defensemen, obviously. But, uh, you know, the way they ended their regular season last year and their playoffs, Toronto did, um, I just I just don't trust them to... You know, over the over the whole season to uh, come out on top between the two. I think Toronto's changed a, a bunch. And I think also, they're they're better than they were last year. Yeah. How do you think they've changed? Like in what ways? Just development of their players or Toronto? Uh, Tyson Berry, uh, right. first of all, massive yeah. addition. Mm-hmm. With uh, and they've got uh, Ilya Mikheyev has been fantastic in the preseason, and uh, they did lose. Kadri, but Alexander Kerford isn't a he's not such a downgrade. The, the biggest concern is um, is uh, backup goalie for me. Yeah, if Freddie goes down, I mean, they're kind of screwed right there. Yeah, they got Michael Hutchinson. Maybe the, maybe uh, Pittsburgh was trying to was talking about moving maybe Tristan Jerry, who could be a backup okay. perhaps. Yeah, so Toronto's probably uh, in on that. All right, third right. place. Do you have Toronto in third place? Yeah, I've got Toronto in third. I've got Florida in third. Ooh, over Boston. Okay, why Florida? I got Florida because I... they, on paper for the last several years, they've been fantastic and uh, had terrible goaltending. And now they've got one of the best goalies in the NHL. It's really that simple, I think. Okay. They've got, yeah, well, Barkov is, what... yeah. Barkov is still uh, on the upswing. Huberto just scored 90 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, going back to Toronto, actually. Um, you listed a bunch of additions, but honestly, I, I think it just keeps them the same. I mean, you, you talk about Tyson Berry, they lost Jake Gardner. And uh, other than that, I mean, McKayev, how much stock can you put in a guy uh, who's just played in the preseason, hasn't played in the NHL yet? And yeah, I mean, they lost Kadri. And uh, so honestly, I think it's it's much of the same for them. And that's why I've got them at third. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the, the defense like Berry replacing Gardner because he's yeah. a right shot. And also Cody Cece, even though like it's just Cody Cece, but like having balance on the, on the defense makes a really big difference. Okay, well, I guess we'll see. I disagree on that, I, and uh, I'll be excited to see Babcock's usage, usage of his players this year. Uh, this yeah. he, you know. Anyways, let's move on to uh, yes, Metro. I right, guess. I've got Boston fourth. We'll, okay. we'll keep moving down the Atlantic. All right, sure. Uh, I've got Montreal fourth. 
All right. I've got Boston uh, fourth in the top wild card spot. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got Montreal as my wild card. I mean, they were so close from the uh, playoffs last year. And uh, honestly, not much has changed. I know Bergevin has gotten some flack for that. But the way these youngsters have looked in camp and in preseason, um, I don't see much of a regression from them. And if not, I'll, I'll just see some improvement. I don't see Montreal making the playoffs this year. Very sorry. Really? Yeah, well, like, basically all that's changed is, like, Andrew Shaw out, Nick Suzuki in, which is probably a slight upgrade, and uh, yeah. Jordy Ben out, Ben Chirot in, which um, may be an upgrade, I don't know. But, like, but they, Jordy they, got much better. But they played so well on 5-on-5 five five last year, and their power play was awful, and I think we can see an improvement from that. Um, going in, knowing that they did so poorly, I think they focused on it this off season. On the power um, play? Yeah, the power play. Yeah, well, all right. Well, just to finish what I was saying before, so Florida got better in the Atlantic. Yeah. In the Metro Division, Carolina's improved. The Rangers have improved. The Devils have have improved. And Montreal, for the most part, has kind of stayed stagnant. And another thing that concerns me with Montreal is that so many players on their team last year had career seasons. Domi. Uh, I think Tatar might have, or at least one of his the best, he might have overachieved, and so right. it's hard. It's hard for me to to see that repeating again. I don't know. I just I, uh, I think the system fit well with the amount of players, and I think that's why they they all those players got those you know career highs, and uh, I think that that's sustainable over two seasons. Hope so. Uh, so right. you have Florida in fifth. I have Florida in fifth, and I have them making the wild card. As well, so I've got, so you got five Atlantic teams. I have five Atlantic teams making the playoffs. Um, I have questions on the Florida's defense right now. Uh, past the, I mean, like it's what Ekblad and Yandel, I guess, on the first pair. Yeah, they signed Anton Strawman, who probably play uh, on the second pair. Michael Matheson rounds out the top four. And, and I don't know. I just I, I've got questions. I think it's kind of sketch. I know. I know they've. You know, they got the new coach. And I think that they'll take some adjusting to this year. And I think they'll come off on a slow start with Quenneville's, uh, you know. You think so? His, his new coaching system, yeah. And I don't, I don't think they'll be yeah. able to, you know, have such a strong finish in order to, like, get grab, like, a division spot like you have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why I've got them in the wild card. I think they're definitely a playoff team. But uh, I think yeah. year two is when we'll see them really maybe make a run for second or third in the division. But I think first year, uh, with a new goalie, with a new coach, I think there'll be an adjustment period. And uh, I think that'll hold them back from, say, competing for a division spot. Yeah, that's fair. All right, sixth place. Let's say it together in three, two, one. Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. Nice. I mean, Uh, mean, the past couple of years, the past couple of years, I've been thinking about maybe putting Buffalo in a playoff spot. But, uh, yeah, they never make it, so I decided not to. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to trust at this point in this organization. Year after year, right? There's some sort of failure. And, and they just they, they haven't done much to just separate themselves from the pack or to improve it at all. Just, it still feels so rotten in there. It really does, you know? Like, after that 10-game winning, they were, like, one of the worst teams ever for, like, the past three months of the season last year. Yeah, I don't, no, know, I don't know what the problem is. It's terrible. So, uh, I mean, they're better than Detroit and Ottawa, but, <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I, I really don't see them making the playoffs at all. But, like, if Buffalo finished last in the NHL, like, you, you can't even be surprised anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. We, yeah, we've seen what they've been like over the years, and I don't expect you any know, different on, this year. On paper, they have improved, though, but, like, they've done it before. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, Colin Miller, Yoko Haru, Jimmy VC, Marcus Johansson. Yeah, no, those are some quality additions, but just as a whole, you know, I just, I don't even yeah. know who their coach is. Who their, who's their coach? They hired Ralph Kruger. Okay, right. Head coach of Team yeah. Europe. Yeah. The World Cup. <laughs> I guess we'll see how. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting hire. Yeah, maybe like maybe they could make the playoffs this year. You know, it wouldn't. It could, it could really go either way. I love Rasmus Dahlin so much. I don't know. I just just you look at the competition that's ahead of them. I mean, the East is looking pretty strong this year, especially in the Atlantic. So I, I don't see them jumping. I mean, I don't see them jumping Florida, Toronto, Boston, Tampa. I mean, like it's a stretch to see them over Montreal. And then even if they do, like you look at the, even at the Metro, you know, can you see them really doing better than New Jersey? Well, I don't uh, know. Well, I don't expect it, but I mean, it's just New Jersey. Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it won't be long before Rasmus Dahlin wins his first Norris trophy. You think? Trophy. I really don't. Okay, how many years do you give it? Um, I say uh, he's winning it in 2021, season okay. after this one. That's a hot take. That is, my, that is based on very three. little. Yeah, no, I, I give him at least. Three years, three years that, uh, from now on, um, 2022, maybe three, before he, I don't know, I think he needs a bit more time to really break out as, like, yeah. an elite superstar defenseman. Norris Trophy is more of the, who, which really good defenseman has never won the Norris Trophy? Well, let's give it to them. <laughs> exactly. So, it'll be Darlene's turn eventually. Yeah, but, uh, he's, like, Mark Giordano's age. Yeah, exactly. Pretty fun. Oh, he'll maybe win one or two of those. All right, so so the question we've all been waiting for, who's better between uh, the Ottawa Senators and the Detroit Red Wings? What do you say? I say Detroit's better. I you? say Ottawa's better. Wow, okay. Well, make sure you say that. Detroit has nothing except Dylan Larkin moves the needle for me at all. Detroit. Everything's right. just like, it seems so old and slow and boring and ugh, you know? Like, Ottawa, at least, like, they've got, like, Shabbat's really exciting. Just signed that big new contract. Eric Brandstrom, you know, he's got a lot there. Brady Kachuk, Colin White. There, there's some young energy there. Like, a little bit, you know, even though, like, they're still trash overall. But I don't know. I just, I just look at the Ottawa organization as a whole. Obviously, their roster's pretty crappy. I mean, they've just got a bunch of Toronto scrubs uh, that they signed. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, like, Eugene Melnick and just management paired, uh, what's his name? Dorian, yeah. uh, he it's just uh, just a mess over there, and I don't see them, you know, getting anything other than last, uh, probably last in the league, honestly for me. Uh, I mean, obviously Detroit doesn't really inspire much confidence at all either. But... Yeah, like just looking at the rosters on paper, Ottawa's ceiling seems a little bit higher than the Red Wings. I guess, but I look at the management. I look at Steve Eiserman. You know, I know it's Steve kind of a name drop, but like still, <laughs> I. I I've got hope for them uh, this year. Well, just not to finish in last. They'll probably finish second last in the league. I don't yeah, think there's like, anything, anybody worse than the, the West. Like, what's ownership and management, like, really going to do over the course of the season that's going to, like, drastically change what the rosters look like? If anything, well, they'll just be selling off pieces for the tank for Lafreniere. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, just, it's not just what they do. It's, right, it's the, the attitude, the organizational attitude. It makes a difference we've seen, right? And just Ottawa's a total yeah. mess right now. And, I mean, Detroit's pretty messy, too. But at least they've got, like, you know, some sort of direction. They've got Steve Eisman. And, yeah, and so, yeah. More outside of six overall. 
Yeah, well, that was kind of a stretch, but one of my one of my favorite Melnick quotes of all time was right after the Mark Stone trade on yeah. this past trade deadline. He oh, it was, it was something like uh, Melnick guarantees Stanley Cup coming to Ottawa very soon after, <laughs> after Mark Stone trade. I mean, the train <laughs> the trade was fine. It was just the quote like I lost my mind. Right? Yeah. No. I see. That's see. That's my problem. Like he says, he's, he wants to win in the next three years. Does he really believe that? I don't know. Is he just trying to sell tickets? Or I, I think it, he and, just. I don't. I think he just. I think he might really believe. Well, see, I think he really believed. <laughs> therein lies my problem. I mean, if you're trying to win <laughs> with that kind of freaking team, that concerns me, and that's why I put them last place in the whole freaking league because I, I just, you know, it's just a mess down there. I mean, it's or, yeah, it's a mess over there. Yeah. Lots of fun. Well, at least they got uh, Nikita Zaitsev. Yay. And Ron Hainsey. Ron Hainsey. Number one yeah. pairing. Ron, cap- isn't he, is he, is he captain or is he an assistant? No, he's an assistant captain. Oh, yeah, they don't okay. have a captain. Oh, I think perfect. Shabbat's probably going to be the captain. Yeah, eventually. Pretty soon. The feeling I get. I think they were, I'm pretty, if I remember correctly, their uh, three pairings heading into the year, they're playing Thomas Shabbat with Nikita Zaitsev and Oof. Ron Hainsey with Eric Brandstrom. Okay. And the bottom pair is uh, Mark Borowicki and Dylan DeMello. Oh boy, that bottom pairing is really looking good. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I I don't see the, I don't see the reason behind putting your your two superstar defensemen basically right with with sc- Toronto scrubs. I mean, like well, Zaitsev Seven. Branstrom's not really a super. played like two NHL games, but yeah, I know. Like- but he he's 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 uh you know one of their blue chip prospects. Yes, but like if you had those six defensemen, what how, what would you do? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's really not much. I'd it's consider not anything putting Shabbat and Branstrom together. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, you might as well see what's up. But they're both left D, yeah. right? So yeah, they both shoot left. But like, yeah. I I think Branstrom's played the right side before. That sounds kind of familiar. Okay. Unless I'm well. just making stuff up. All right, let's move on right. to uh, okay. the Metro, Metro? division. Sure. Uh, first place. Yeah, this one was the hardest for me. Metro was the hardest one. Yeah, me. I've got I've got notes here, and there are scribbled all over, just teams left and right. Um, so first place, I've got Washington. What about you? Me too. Washington okay. first. Yep. Right. Second place. Second place, I have Carolina. I also have Carolina. Wow. Hey. Okay. Oh, all right. Two for That's two. We're matching. All right. Third place. I think this one might be where we split up. Okay. Maybe I more. have I have the Islanders. I have the Rangers. Whoa, okay. Do you have the Islanders in third? I yeah, I do. I I, I thought about it long and hard. You know, right, you that, need to that... explain. You need to go first. You need to explain yourself okay. first. So the organization, it kind of concerns me, right? But I mean, they did relatively well last year, right? And they overachieved. Yeah, they 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 Yeah, I guess. But still, you know, I I trust Barry Trotz in the system. It's, we saw it did well with them last year. I mean, they've got kind of a sketchy defense, but I, the defense. You know who I trust? Who? Robin Leonard, and he's gone. Yeah, well, you know, they, they, they signed 31 year old Semyon Varlamov, so, you know, he'll carry the torch. Semyon uh, Varlamov inspires no confidence. Well, I think that well, was one of the least talked about worst decisions of the offseason was to let yeah, was, Robin Leonard go. That was pretty But initially, terrible. he wanted to stay there. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, it's definitely a downgrade. Um, giving. Varlamov that much money uh, over that much term when he's 31 years old already is very questionable. But uh, I, I just think, you know, it's not that much of a downgrade. And I know they've got a, a really good goalie coach. 
I think. Other was a Vesna finalist. It's a big downgrade. Yeah, well, like, you know, but that was, they, they, a lot of people have been saying that's, like, you know, product of the system, I guess, of the way, you know, New York, New York's stout defense, defensive system, not the players, but the system. Um, and, you know, they've always got Thomas Grace to fall back on, who played really well last year, too. So, if anything, they just, you know, go with a tandem or something like that. Uh, yeah, and, I know Thomas Grace had one really good year, but, like, it's Thomas Grace. So I have a hard time. Yeah, but, 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 but like, but the goal, all, both goalies got good at the same time last year when Barry Trotz came over. You think that's some sort of coincidence? I don't. I think it's, I think it's, you know, it, it says something about Barry Trotz. I know I've been saying his name a lot, but I think that's the key Trotz. to the Islanders making the division. I think it's a weak Metro this year. So that's why, you know, usually I don't think a team of this caliber would win a division spot. Um, I feel uncomfortable putting them there. I mean, it's not it's not anything confident by any stretch of the imagination. But after, you know, I looked at the other teams a bit, and, uh, yeah, I thought they deserved to be third. So, so what's up had, with the Rangers? So you, wait, wait, before I yeah. talk about the Rangers, you had two wild card teams in the Atlantic. So you have the Rangers, the Devils, and the Penguins, and the Flyers, and the Blue Jackets all missing the playoffs. That's right. I think the Metro this year only get three teams. In favor of the... Semyon Varlamov led New York Islanders. Yeah. All right, whatever. All right, so the Rangers, I think, uh, well, I'll do three and four together. The Rangers, I have in third place. In fourth place, I have the Devils. Okay, and you have them making the wild card spot? Yeah, I have the Devils in a wild card spot. Okay. I think these, these are the two most improved teams of the offseason, and I am hoping that their rivalry is rekindled, and I'm really excited to watch them both. They'll both be lots of fun. Okay, yeah. So let's look. The, so the Rangers. Uh, last year, where did they finish? They they weren't that close to the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, but let's look. So they've added Jacob Truba, losing only Neil Pionk off their roster, who was like healthy scratch sometimes. Right. Uh, Jacob Truba, first pair defenseman, adding a first pair defenseman is a really big deal, and Adam adding uh, Adam Fox, who might be a second pair defenseman, is a really big deal. Truba, Adam Fox, and Tony D'Angelo was a an excellent right side of their defense. Two of them are new, and of, and of course, two-thirds of their top line are new to the team this year. Artemi Panarin, one of the best wingers in the NHL, and Capo Caco, who is going to be one of the best wingers in the NHL before too long. I, see, I think they're going to make the playoffs this okay. year. Sure. I mean, I, uh, we've seen this kind of thing before, you know, the winner of the offseason. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of wary on them. I have them. Uh, let's see, fifth in the division after New Jersey. So I have New Jersey fourth as well. Okay. Um, but I think, I think I, I'm exercising caution with this kind of, you know, big offseason winner. And, I mean, by all means, I'll put them next year as a lock for a playoff team if they show out this year. But uh, I'm not but like, totally what offseason winner recently has What offseason winner recently has done this much? The Top pair defenseman, top line superstar winger, and second overall pick. That's a lot. Yeah, but da- Dallas had that. Like, just what was it, two years ago with Heiskanen, yeah. Radulov, all that? I well, mean, the- they didn't, I mean, they made a wildcard team. They didn't, they were a wildcard team. They underperformed that year. They underwhelmed a lot. Uh, I think it had Ben Bishop that year, too. Yeah, that, well, that, was, uh, that was before Heiskanen. Uh, this, year, this year was Heiskanen's rookie year. They made the playoffs. I think you're talking about the year before? Yeah. Like right, right after they added uh, Ben Bishop and Radulov. Yeah, exactly. That year. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, well, you know, that's just Bishop and Radulov. Like the yeah. the goaltending was like, if anything, I think that would be uh, like 
a reason well, to have Florida out of the playoffs is to look at what happened to Dallas a couple of years ago. They had terrible goaltending, then added Ben Bishop, and uh, still didn't make it that year. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it's a pretty different yeah. situation. I don't, I, don't know. I just when you add a lot, you fundamentally change the whole thing, especially with a team that's you know that was clearly rebuilding last year. So, I mean, they've got the talent. I don't know if they'll click. And that's what I'm asking. Yeah, that top line is going to be great. Those wingers in Zabanajad. Yeah, I am excited for that one. That for sure. That is quite the line. Okay. That exciting New York Rangers is fun. New York Rangers. What's and that? The Devils also. I don't think have ever looked or like ever gone in this kind of direction. Yeah. With no, exciting offense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when when they were good, it was they invented that that neutral zone trap in the '90s that ruined hockey for the right. decade. Yeah, that that was it. Well, that was under Lou, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now they've added, you know, P.K. Subban, lots of fun. Jack Hughes, Nikita Gusev, Wayne Simmons, uh, the, the. Yeah. Yeah, I, think Wayne Simmons. I think he's primed for a breakout. I took Simmons? him in my fantasy. Yeah, Simmons. Or like, you know, yeah, a bounce yeah. back. A yeah, bounce we had our fantasy draft on Friday night. And, uh, I did all right. Took Simmons with, a, with my second to last pick. I'm, I'm having nightmares about Jakob Markstrom. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's what happens when you don't draft a goalie and you think Peter Mrazek's going to make it all the way there. Oh, very sad time. Anyway, all right, so let's run through the bottom of the Metropolitan fast. Okay. And then, uh, um, all right, I'll do so... So my bottom four. I got Pittsburgh in fifth. Yeah. If they manage to trade Jack Johnson, I might have them uh, leap over the Devils. Okay. Sixth place, Philadelphia. Seventh yeah. place, Columbus. Last place, New York Islanders. Oh, wow. Okay. Now there's... Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so fifth, I've got the Devils. Or no, the, okay. the Rangers, the Rangers. I've got the yeah, Rangers, Rangers fifth, yeah. And then I've got the Penguins sixth, uh, Philly seventh, and Columbus last. Um, I mean, honestly, there's not much. There's there's no real garbage teams in the Metro this year, you know? Yeah, but, there are three in the Atlantic. Yeah, I know. But, but like, yeah, that, I mean, Columbus, they've just lost too much over the season. They've been bleeding for a while. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's uh, move over to the West now. Okay, we start with this. Central? Yeah. Yeah, this one was pretty hard, too, for me. Yeah, it, it took right. some thinking. So, all right, you go first. Do, okay. do your whole seven. My whole seven, okay. So yeah. I've got Nashville winning the whole thing again. Um, okay. Got St. Louis second. Okay. Uh, Colorado with the third spot. Okay. Winnipeg, uh, no, Dallas making the first wild card. Okay. Winnipeg slipping into the second wild card. Okay. And uh, Minnesota Chicago to round it out. Chicago last. Yes. Okay, we differ quite a bit in this division. First What's place that? I got Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Second place I got Dallas. Mm-hmm. Third place I got Nashville. Even though, like, I feel like I was thinking about maybe putting them even lower because I'm just I don't know. I'm getting, you know, icky vibes from Nashville. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the Subban trade and. Make room for Duchesne. I wasn't a fan of that. But they got Duchesne, though, right? That was the thing. It was kind of a trade of like Duchesne, Subban. They needed cap space. And, uh, yeah, I mean... but, like, but like that's not even such an up. I don't think that makes your team better to have Matt Duchesne instead of PK Subban. Okay, well, okay, it doesn't make your team better, but this team won their division last year with 100 something points, I think it was, or maybe it was just short of it. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't see them. What do you have them third in the division? Yeah, I have them third. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't them know. falling two spots. I mean, to to Dallas, really? 
You think Dallas yeah. is gonna pass them? I, I don't I think, think Joe, so. I think well the improvement of Miro Haskinen and I think Joe Pavelski is a massive addition. Dallas. Yeah, I don't think sure, that's like, about enough. I don't know. Well anyways, um Dallas did beat Nashville in the playoffs this past year. Yeah, that's true. Right, but, fourth place, so yeah. I got both my wildcard teams in the central. Fourth yeah, place, Chicago. Fifth place, Winnipeg. Okay. Do you have St. Louis in there somewhere? No, I don't. I have St. Louis oh, in sixth. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I've got Minnesota in last. last. All right. And I was surprised okay. you didn't have Minnesota in last. Oh, All right, well. we're kind of running out of time, so we'll run through the Pacific fast. Okay. Sure. All right, I I'll, have a... I'll go first for this one. Yeah, go for it. I'll do the top three. It's the easy top three. San Jose, Vegas, Calgary. In that order? Yeah, that, that's the order. Okay. What's your order for the top three? Uh, I have Vegas winning it this year. And, uh, oh, and then I Yeah, San Jose, Calgary. All right. And uh, fourth place, I've got the Coyotes. Yeah, me too. You too? I yeah. feel Kessel. Can't wait. Yeah, fifth exactly. Place, uh, uh, Vancouver. Fifth place, I got Vancouver. Me yeah. too. All right. And then Dan, Anaheim. Oh, Okay. I've got Anaheim, then Edmonton, then Los Angeles. Okay, so I've just flipped Edmonton and Anaheim. So we've got, yeah. So Edmonton, right. Anaheim, yeah. Go for it. Here's where I reveal, I think uh, the Los Angeles Kings are the worst team in the NHL, and I think they'll finish in last place. Wow, okay. Uh, I think they're pretty garbage. I think they'll finish. I don't think they're as bad as Ottawa or Detroit. I mean, they've got Jonathan Quick, um, which is more than Ottawa and Detroit can say. Uh, so they've got solid goaltending. And, yeah, I mean... They've got old guys who've got experience, they have I guess. nobody who can score goals. Yeah, that's true. But, nobody at all. Yeah. Well, neither does Detroit, really. Well, Dylan Larkin, I just, uh, how, much, how did he do last year, Dylan Larkin? He had a great year. Did he? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I just A guy like Dylan Larkin doesn't really move the needle tremendously. Uh, the Red Wings, he does. Yeah, I guess he does, but like, but the Red Wings are so bad that even no matter how much he moves the needle, he's not as. I don't think he's as bad as the Kings. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's where I'm at. Uh, for Vegas, I think they'll win the division because uh, you know San Jose. I, I don't know what to think of a Martin Jones. Was that a fluky year? Uh, I'm not too sure. So I've got them second. Um, but Vegas, I have them winning the thing. They they. I mean, not much has changed. They got Mark Stone for a full year this year, and I think that'll make a huge difference. Um, yeah. And so I've got them winning the division. And Calgary, uh, I don't know what their goalie situation is, man. It's yeah, that's really, still really scary. Yeah, they're 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 the rest of their roster is great, right? But it's elite. Yeah. But their goalie yeah, is just I'm, terrifying. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Arizona could sneak in over Calgary. I think that yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I didn't put them because kind of like Buffalo. Uh, but even maybe even more so to an extent, Arizona every year, you know, dark horse team, they never make it to the playoffs. Even if they do, they're kind of a crappy team. So uh, well, they haven't made it since 2012. Well, there we go. That's so, going on year seven now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I, I will, I won't put Arizona into the playoffs until I see them make the playoffs. I'm not putting uh, Arizona in either. Yeah, no, that's my rule. Uh, but yeah, right. other than that, I think, I think we're good for uh, today. All right, we'll wrap it up there. All righty. All right, wrapping up for September 29th. Season starts on Wednesday. Canadians start on Thursday against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, we'll be recording against again uh, next Sunday. Yep. Sunday, okay. October 6th. All right, signing out now. Ciao.